Hello and welcome to the Women in Film and Television Ireland podcast. My name is Fiona Kinsella. I'm a producer and Women in Film and Television board member. 2023 marked a very special year for Women in Film and Television Ireland. Our chair, Dr Susan Liddy, has been elected as the incoming president of Women in Film and Television International, an appointment that was celebrated at the Berlin International Film Festival earlier this year. This upcoming segment was recorded live at Women in Film and Television International's Future of Storytelling event. Nadine Rawlings, President of Women in Film and Television Jamaica, takes to the podium and talks about how and why we can do better when it comes to inclusive storytelling. During the event, Susan caught up with Kissy Duggan, a writer, producer and activist for gender equality. Kissy is the founder of Women in Film and Television and Media Italia, where she currently sits on the board. During this discussion, Kissy gives her tips on making the most of the festival in question. Finally, producer and green film production expert Alyssa Obonk spoke about the future of filmmaking, how can we make it as sustainable as possible, and why we as an industry need to put the environment first. Good morning in Germany. Okay, I'm not even gonna try that. I don't think I'll be successful. My name is Nadine Rawlins. I am the president of WIFT Jamaica. It's, it's truly, 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 truly my honor to be here. Thank you, Helen, for inviting me. I'm so honored to be here. I bring you warm greetings from beautiful Jamaica that is very hot right now. You're all welcome to join us there, please. Please, 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 please. Okay, so um, if you were to watch one film for the rest of your life, what film would that be? Helman Louise. Any, any, any other? What film would you watch for the rest of your life? Okay, tell you what, after my talk, we can speak about that, right? I know which, what my film would be. In 2021, there was an open call in Jamaica for filmmakers by UNICEF Jamaica under the Spotlight Initiative to submit a treatment for an eight-minute documentary on gender-based violence against women and girls. Now, my screenwriter, Maylin Lowe, and I jumped at the opportunity to submit a story, but we wanted to push the envelope a bit and present a story with a different perspective. We wanted to tell a story about an unrepresented group, one that is challenged, ostracized, and hated by my country, the LGBTQIA group. We made a short called Boy, Girl, and All the Rest. A true story about Danique, a non-binary person who was abused as a child because their parent and society did not understand them. Moved by the story, UNICEF Jamaica expanded the issues and the Spotlight Initiative included gender-based violence against marginalized groups, including the LGBTQIA group. 
Our story made a difference. Now, inclusive storytelling is about creating stories that represent the diversity of our world and allowing everyone to be seen and heard. It is about giving the voice to the marginalized communities, telling stories from different perspectives and challenging stereotypes. Y'all gonna make me cry. Danique's story was a catalyst for local community discussions about the film and related issues. And it brought their story, Danique's story, to the forefront through the pens and lens of two female creatives. And it resonated across various local demographics because humanity, heart, and experience are what move people. And when that happens, that is when change is possible. Sometimes, too, we often underestimate our audiences, thinking that a particular story won't travel, or it won't impact, or it will shun. The truth is, though, that you often never realize how much a story is needed until you are given the opportunity to tell it. In today's media landscape, inclusive storytelling is more important than any, any, ever before. With the rise of social media, people are able to share their own stories in powerful ways that can shape public opinion and influence decision makers. As a result, it is essential for content creators to understand how to create stories that are inclusive and representative of all kinds of people. By using inclusive storytelling techniques, such as avoiding stereotypes, including diverse characters in stories, and writing with sensitivity towards different cultures, content creators can ensure that their work reflects the true diversity of our society. This will help foster understanding between different groups and promote positive and meaningful change in our world today. We, whether writers and filmmakers, have to be aware of our own biases and the privileges when crafting stories and be conscious of how characters are portrayed in the story itself. By creating stories that accurately reflect the diversity of our world, we can ensure that everyone feels seen, heard in our narrative. In Jamaica and the rest of the Caribbean, and of course the rest of the world, there is a plethora of untold stories, from the culturally specific and the shared universal experience to stories of imagined and reimagined. And the undiscovered talents behind these stories are even greater. Inclusive storytelling, however, goes beyond skin tone, physical ability, or sexual orientation quota. It is about creating meaningful opportunity. It is an intentional step towards staffing spaces and facility representative of a multitude of people from varying backgrounds, orientations, and abilities. It is not a numbers game for numbers sake. It is allowing 
disenfranchised and traditionally voiceless a platform, an opportunity for expression, success and growth. Yes, filmmaking is also a business, I know, I know. But numbers don't move people. Stories move people. People move people. I love that. As storytellers in film, we have come to know and appreciate the importance of being heard and understood. And as such, inclusive storytelling adds to the value of learning and sharing for all. The significance of being represented goes beyond what we see in film and television. Having diverse voices from development to distribution will only make creative endeavors richer, more collaborative and more dynamic in creating an evolution of cinematic storytelling. In my country, Jamaica, we have seen big studios with big productions. They come with crews and big equipment and use our island as a backdrop because our island is very beautiful. Many on the island, in fact, have gained employment, including myself, through these endeavors. And our local economy has benefited from the often millions of dollars that come from destination filmmaking, which, of course, we're very welcomed of it. However, without an inclusive approach to both storytelling and filmmaking, not much mutual creative fulfillment and meaningful exchange is gained in the end, it's not. Inclusivity combats extractive filmmaking and it is imperative that we have a diverse voice at every level from the top down. Clap me, thank you. <laughs> it helps curb exploitive behavior and allows for more profound collaboration. And it's not about we versus them or my story versus your story. No, it's not, right? It's an inclusive storytelling. Inclusive storytelling, we don't want to create a divide with that. Great cinematic stories and storytellers already exist in the world in every pocket. It is just to give them the opportunity to be seen, heard, connect, and flourish. We all have stories that mean something to us, and that evolves and shifts with time and experience. Are we changing the narrative of how we tell stories? Absolutely, we are. As a matter of fact, you see great storytelling across the world in labs, accelerator programs, film festivals like the Berlin Alley, uh, television and cinema. However, what we are creating is a subgenre of these stories. And we're looking at these stories as the other stories. Let us change the narrative of the other, please and look at inclusive storytelling as an important part of making sure that everyone feels represented and included. We are a group of cinematic storytellers. Let us ensure that all voices, experiences, and perspectives are seen and heard and respected. Every story is worth telling, and a great story can come from and resonate with anyone. There is enough space for us to show and tell. And the real change will begin when we see the other as us.
Thank you. As we say in my country, Jamaica, and I want you to do it as well, compactory gimme. Can you say that? Compactory gimme. What that means is, come tell me a story. Thank you. How long have you, have you been coming for a few years to the Burning Island? So, I haven't been since 2019. Okay, okay, yeah. So this is my only my second yeah. time at the, at the market. Yeah. But it does seem to be that everyone I spoke to yeah. all over Europe, everyone is coming. Yes. And also, the Americans are very much yeah. moving yeah. towards Europe right, right. now. Right, that's interesting. They see a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. They look at the model of public mm. funding and tax incentives, and they say, huh, right. wow, mm. there's a lot of excess and a lower profit margin mm. now. Is there a way that we can start mm. collaborating and yeah. cooperating yeah. to make content that's more, you know, that resonates more globally yes. Yes. and that you can also be more cost-effective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, what about, um, okay, there were events yesterday, which particularly uh, I was here for, which would have been the Power to Transform, and today um, the, the WIFTI uh, yearly gathering, we'll say here. How, how do you find those kinds of events? Have, do you go to many of them, and do you find them useful? Yeah, I mean, listen, any, these are all, everything you do here is, is an opportunity to network. Yeah. So it's an opportunity to network. Sometimes you might see someone and think, well, I have no idea how we could ever collaborate. Yeah. And then years down the road, something clicks. That's knows? right. And sometimes it's just it's a great way to pass the yeah. day after having spent three, almost three years closed inside to like just have a nice exchange yeah. with somebody yeah. is, is pleasant. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's interesting. Also, the thing about Berlin is that you've got people from all these different cultures and it's nice to have that kind of perspective it's nice to talk to people that are really different from you um, because and yet interestingly Kissy as I was saying today different from you in so many ways but similarities in struggling for female filmmakers it's a lot of the same things barriers and problems seem to be coming up in many different For sure. Countries. I mean, if you look yeah. at Rebecca Miller, yeah, yeah. whose film premiered on yeah. Wednesday, yeah. I mean, she comes from literary royalty. That's right. And yeah. it took her years yeah. to make this film. Yeah. And even for someone as accomplished as she is and as well-connected mm. as she is, it's still a struggle. Um, it's still... Uh, the turnaround, the turnover between between projects is, you know, the lapse is much longer for women than it is for men. And we're talking about Rebecca Miller, for God's sake. I know, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, okay, so when you come to these kinds of networking events, you may meet somebody that you can do business with, but even if you don't, I mean, there is that sense of solidarity and comparing notes and... It just it's gives a bit of a, to be around. Yeah. Like there's, other, you know, it's an air of possibility. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're running around nice meeting people and going, oh, like everything. I mean, we're in the, the, the business of yeah. creating possibility. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's it's that's fun. It's hopeful. Yeah. It's yeah. besides the rain. Uh, it's. It's useful. It's useful to get outside of your own. It's useful to get outside of your own cage for a bit and see what other people are doing and see how other people are doing business. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, great. Anyway, Kissy Dugan. Great. Thank you. You're great. Love talking to you. 
So sometimes I turn on the TV and I get really, really mad. I get mad and I think of Greta and I think how dare we storytellers continue to sell the fairy tale of eternal growth. How dare we show characters who run around in a t-shirt in winter indoors when everyone is asking us to uh, put on sweaters and turn down the heat to save energy. How dare we keep showing characters who drive around in the biggest SUVs when we're being asked to carpool. How dare we show characters who mindlessly throw the cigarette bomb on the ground when we know that a cigarette can pollute up to 500 liters of water. When we hear green storytelling or sustainable storytelling, I think we usually think about either documentaries or films like <clears throat> The Day After Tomorrow, which give us a, a glimpse of what's bound to happen if we don't transition to a more sustainable lifestyle. I believe those stories are very important. They're important to open our eyes and to educate us about what climate change actually is. Climate change and the loss of biodiversity can feel very far away. It feels distance in space and in time when actually climate change is so close to us. It's the bees missing in your backyard. It's the wildfires that destroy your friend's house. It's the sea rising and threatening the island you spend your childhood holidays on. Well, remember how I said I felt anxious about climate change? Now I feel even more anxious. And that's why I want to tell you what green storytelling can also be about. To quote the climate scientist Kate Marvel, I'm sick of the apocalypse. We need you storytellers to show us the way to something better. And that's what green storytelling is really about for me. Those are the stories I want to produce. Stories that show us the way to something better. A way to a more sustainable world, a way to a future I actually want to live in. Stories that make me hopeful that change can actually happen. Because I believe there's nothing better than a good story to change the world. Because stories shape our imagination. And I believe that we as filmmakers have the power to participate in changing the narrative and to tell new stories. And these stories are already everywhere. We just have to open our eyes and shift our focus to discover amazing stories of activism, of resilience, of everyday heroes. Millions of people are already paving the way forward and building a brighter future. And it's time to showcase them more. Hollywood keeps telling us that the world can only be saved by exceptional individuals, by superheroes, when actually the world is changing by collective action, by solidarity, patience, persistence, determination. There will be no one savior, no single solution to solve the climate crisis. As the climate journalist Mary Heckler writes, we are not short on innovation. We got lots of ideas for solar panels and microgrids. While we have all of those pieces, we don't have a picture of how they come together to build a new world. For too long, the climate fight has been limited to scientists and policy experts. While we need their skills, we also need so much more. It's clear that we desperately need more artists. The good news about climate change, and that is what, what's actually keep it, keeps me going on, is that we actually have the solutions to fight it. We know what to do. We have to leave the, the age of fossil fuel behind. But what drives our world won't change until we change what drives our ideas. 
The stories we've been told is that a more sustainable world will be a world where we must renounce abundance and enter an age of austerity. I think we can change the narrative and see all the goods as sustainability will bring us. It will bring us better health, emotional well-being, stronger social networks, meaningful and purposeful lives, equality, justice, inclusion, and a planet to live on. So how do we include green storytelling in our films? I think green storytelling is not only about scripts, it's about everything we show and tell in a film. But we could start by questioning what's in your script. You can take the project you're working on right now and have a conversation with your team. How do your characters move around? How do they eat? What do they shop? How is their home decorated? How does climate change affect your characters and the world they live in? What is the lifestyle you're portraying? We have the power to make sustainability sexy by making it the new norm. And there are a lot of tools to help you include uh, green storytelling in your story. You can have a look at um, the Climate Story Playbook and Albert's Climate Placement. Green storytelling is not only about what we tell, but also what we show, so also about directing. We use the world environment as if nature was something that was around us, instead of as seeing us humans as what we really are, a part of nature. So ask yourself, how do your characters relate to natural world? Is the natural world only a setting, or does it actually affect your characters? When characters are stressed out or sad in movies, they usually pour themselves a drink. So I don't mind a glass of wine either, sometimes, to be honest. But studies have shown that what actually makes our soul feel better is nature. So maybe in your next film, when your character is stressed out, uh, let him or her take a walk in a park, touch a street, tree, and feel the sun. Green storytelling is not only about what we tell, but also how we tell it. What's better than to laugh at something that scares us? Netflix gave us Don't Look Up, but where are all the other climate comedies? And of course, green storytelling goes hand in hand with green producing, because we can't keep producing like we have infinite resources. So we're here to talk about the future of storytelling. I think what we all strive for when we make films is to be relevant. But when we start working on a story, a few years can go by to see the story hit the screens. Somehow, we actually all write science fiction. Because when we write a story today, we actually write it for a future audience. And by the time your film will be out, the world will have changed so much. It will have survived more heat waves, more droughts. People will have changed the way they eat, the way they move around, the way they consume goods. At least I hope so. Green storytelling is taking all of this into account to stay relevant. We live in challenging times. But every challenge is also an opportunity to invent something else and something better. And to quote French philosopher Bergson, the future is not what is going to happen, it's what we're going to make happen. So for me, the future of storytelling is all about being a part of making sure that we actually have one, a future. So I would like for you to turn to your neighbor, smile, and ask him or her, how is your next project paving the way towards something better? This podcast has been made possible with support of Commission Le Mans.